Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. There is breaking news on this Monday from the National Hockey League Player Safety announcing that Leafs forward Austin Matthews has been suspended two games for cross-chucking Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dahlin during Sunday's Heritage Classic. I, I think it was justified. I, I kind of figured it would be a couple of it. I think they got it right over here. It was clear it was a target to uh, Dahlin's head. He was treated as any other player. There's, this wasn't a Toronto bias type of thing. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada. Welcome to the RP Show, coming to you live again from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And, of course, we welcome our Canadian sports friends in the United States of America or wherever you may be watching around the world on the Game Plus Television Network and YouTube Live. We're going to have a lot of fun today with some special guests. Nick Sikavich is going to be joining us in Hour 1. You'll know that name from the uh, National Lacrosse League. He stepped down as commissioner a couple weeks ago. He's now in charge of business of the Arizona Coyotes. I think you're going to be hearing a lot about the Coyotes uh, throughout the program today, and you're going to hear why coming up. And also, the gold medal winning goaltender for Canada's women's Olympic hockey team, Anne Renee Desbiens is going to be joining us in hour two to talk about her Olympic experience and uh, pro hockey career moving forward. But we've got a very special guest joining us. His name is Moose DuPont, and he's back in the country. That's Bellworthy. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's it's good to be back. I kind of I miss this place. I miss being up here, and I miss you. Well, uh, glad to have you back. Last night, you're going to hear that we went to the uh, BCLA Basketball Champions League Americas game here at Winsport Arena, and I said to Moose, maybe I'll just put my feet up for two hours and let you tell stories from your time in Arizona because you had a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. Just tell some of the stories. Uh, it was really cool. I mean, we got to see a lot. The weather was good. Uh, I think you were talking about it the other day. We ran into Sean Burke on the golf course uh, at Camelback Ranch, which was cool. Uh, didn't recognize him. The, the, you know, the guys we were with, uh, members of the course, knew him really well. And they're like, Darren, Darren, it's Sean. He knows you. And I'm like looking over at some big, you know, six foot three, four, five guy and didn't recognize him right away because he was far away, but he comes over and he's like, oh, great to see you. He's like, oh yeah, no, no. He's like, I know Rod, fan of the show, been on a few times. How's it he going? Has. We had a little good catch up and uh, it was good to see him. We, we toured all over, saw the new Arizona Coyotes facility at uh, the AUS campus, got some photos of that. That was really cool. Um, didn't get the tour inside. But uh, that'll be on the next trip. Um, so lots to see, lots to do in Phoenix. Well, uh, we are back to normal. The Moose is back. Thank you to Lee for filling in while he was gone. But uh, we'll get Moose's hot takes as the day goes along. And by the way, before we get to the quick six, breaking news today. Henry Burris has joined the BC Lions coaching staff as oh, offensive assistant. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah, I just came across Twitter, our notification on my phone. So it was just the other day. Because we've been surrounded by CFL people here in Calgary. People were saying, what is happening with Henry? Because they right. made a coaching staff purge with the Chicago Bears. Well, we learned today that Henry Burris is joining the BC Lions. So there's that. Okay, can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. I had to actually, Darren, go 6A, 6B, and maybe 6C with my topics. Okay. Right? So I was a little worried that we wouldn't have enough to talk about, and that's just silly. Number one, the losing continues for the Ottawa Senators. Nick Schmaltz scored the game winner to extend his point streak. Lawson Krause had a hat trick, and the Arizona, 
<clears throat> pardon me, Arizona Coyotes beat the Senators 5-3 in Ottawa. Schmaltz now has 15 points in his last six games. The Sens have won just three of their last 12. But let's not talk about them. We didn't expect them to be good, nor did we expect the Coyotes to be good. However, was the Valley buzzing with Coyotes talk? Because they're now tied for Seattle for second worst in the NHL. They've moved out of third worst, I guess, is what it would be. You know, actually, because what did they win? Six in a row? They were flying. They were flying, and there was talk in the desert about that, was right? There? there was. Good. You know, and I saw a few Coyotes hats mulling around Scottsdale, so that was kind of neat. Yeah, that's what I often say. Put a good team there, and you won't have arena problems. Yeah. They've just sucked forever. So it's nice to see that they're uh, tied with Seattle now. How about that? Point two, the Toronto Raptors won their fourth straight game, holding on to beat the L.A. Lakers 114-103. My favorite Raptor, Gary Trent Jr. had 28 points. Spicy P had 27 and 11 rebounds. And rookie Scotty Barnes finished with 21 points and nine uh, boards. Raps coach Nick Nurse is 6-0 all-time versus LeBron James. After the game, LeBron refused to speak to the media. Now, I don't know. You're the Hollywood guy. You're Mr. L.A. now. So are you sensing the heat that's on the Lakers down there? And how do you feel as this longtime L.A. fan that LeBron wouldn't meet with the media? Because, frankly, I, I don't like LeBron, so I don't want to hear from him anyways. I know. But when the biggest star of the game refuses to meet with the media, should there not be a fine here or something? You know, it's something, but it's not good in L.A. with the Lakers right now. It's not good at all. And basketball might be number one in the desert, at least right now. The Phoenix Suns are good. You know, the Arizona Wildcats have a number one seed in the NCAA bracket. So it's a lot of basketball down there. The college basketball was on televisions in every sports bar, every place we went into, led the sports coverage on the news, and so did the Suns. And they spanked the Lakers when we were down there just the other night. Um, on the heels of, of losing to the Raptors. Um, yeah, things aren't good in L.A. They're not going to magically pull it together and go on a run. And now you got LeBron getting frustrated, not even wanting to talk to the media. It's not a good look. I thought uh, that you might go to the Suns-Raptors game. Did you we consider it? Yeah, we considered it. Didn't fit in, but uh, we really considered it. There's just going. so much to do. I know. So much other things to do. Point three, how about this? This, folks, is the benefit of TSN and Sportsnet showing junior hockey highlights, which, of course, is my guilty pleasure. In Hamilton, George Diaco scored twice as Hamilton blanked Oshawa 3-0 at Tim Hortons Field on Monday, one day after the NHL's Heritage Classic in the Hammer. Logan Morrison added a single for the Bulldogs, who lead the OHL Eastern Conference at 37-11-4. And it looked pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> The attendance, something was wrong with the OHL website. They said it was like 1,700. Somewhere I saw 12,000 was what they were expecting at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, I love those outdoor games. Did you go to the one at Mosaic Stadium between the Pats and the Hitmen? No. Did you go to the NHL Heritage Classic? I was out of town. I did the Heritage Classic, our tailgate. We had our uh, RP show tailgate at the Heritage Classic. Oh, my God. We were on the air then, weren't we? Yeah. We still had this show going. (laughs) I know. So I remember setting it up. And you were going down there to sign autographs and do the whole thing. And I had to leave town to go do football. So I was away right. doing football broadcasts that weekend. And I was hearing about our tent flying around the parking lot. For the NHL game, it was perfect. Isn't that usually for the Jets and the Flames? Yeah. It was minus two, went to overtime. Jets won 2-1 in the Heritage Classic. But then the next day, the Pats played the Hitman in a freaking 
blizzard. Mm. And it was like minus 21, I think. And I was all upset. I'm like, here's our chance to set the attendance record in the Western Hockey League with 33,000 people. But they didn't really hyper-promote it. Right. There might, I think there was about 12,000 there. But I'm like, we could have set a record, but eh, opportunity missed. Anyways, point four. The Edmonton Stingers kept their Basketball Champions League America's dreams alive on Monday night at Windsport Arena in Calgary, defeating Puerto Rico 93-87 to remain in contention for advancing to the final eight stage of the internationally renowned FIBA tournament. If you saw our social media, you know we were there at Windsport. I thought it was a really good crowd. How did you feel? You know what I did? I thought it was great. And the I, game was awesome. The game was awesome. We walked in there, and we're, there's a big line, and then it's buzzing. There's noise. They were into it, and the game was great. So, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Well, so the Stingers don't play tonight. It's Puerto Rico versus Nicaragua, right? And so if Nicaragua wins tonight, it cements the Edmonton Stingers' fate, and they will not advanced to the final eight. So the game tonight doesn't feature Edmonton, but their fate is tied on it. So you can get your tickets at cebl.ca. There was a buzz in the arena. There was talk that, yes, Calgary could indeed support a pro basketball team. And by the way, the commissioner reaching out this morning, Mike Morielli, and thanking us for attending. Was he into it last night? I talked to him about it. Like He was jumping out of his seat yelling at the referee. He was cheering for baskets, and I was talking to him. He's like, I don't really get to be a fan you know, as a commissioner of the league, but this is our league against everybody else. He's like, I can be a fan tonight, and he was. was I wondered, great. you had a chance to talk to him about that? Yeah. Because I'm like, Mike, you're the commissioner. You shouldn't be yelling at the referees. <laughs> He's like, don't you think? He's like, this is my team now. He's like, I can cheer for these guys. These are our guys. He's like, I'm not the commissioner of the Puerto Rico League or the Nicaraguan League. Wouldn't it be great if we had a World Cup of football and you had a CFL team against, I love the European League of Football, Elf. (laughs) I love it. All these countries. And then Randy Ambrosi could yell at the referees. <laughs> he could. It's the only time that you could do that. Yeah. And that's what was happening last night at Winsport Arena. Man, we had a great time there. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back tonight and tomorrow. I'm not sliding into the chat with comments yet because I told you we got so much to get to. Point five. Cameron Smith made the longest week at the Players' Championship worth the wait. He won the richest tournament on the PGA Tour with a 66 in the final round in Florida. The Australian one-putted eight of the last nine greens. Adam Hadwin of Abbotsford, B.C. was the top Canadian finishing in a group tied for ninth. And I had to split up the last two points. 6A, Jennifer Jones and her teammates are going their separate ways at the end of this season. Team Jones announced the news in a Twitter post, I think it was this morning, The Winnipeg Skip led her team to the gold medal at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. They played at the Beijing Games last month, but didn't advance to the medal round. Curling drama. Mm. There's always a lot, right? There is. There's always a lot. Yeah. It's like they say, it's like puppy love. People don't take it seriously, but it's serious to the puppies. It's big news. And what you got? Something? No, it is. And for whatever reason, the residency rules in curling, where you can have one out of province player, and then they adjusted it in 2019 that if you were born in that province, you could still play, and that didn't count against your one out of province player. But 
curlers move. Curlers get advanced in their lives. They, they get married and stuff. And uh, Gushu's team might break up uh, because of that. And now Jennifer Jones's team. So lots to chew on. I, I somewhat kid. That's what I say. It's very big in their world. Maybe NASCAR would be the better comparison. Yeah. You know, you, do, do you watch for the racing or do you watch for that drama and the crashes? Similar. Yeah. Very much. Uh, Roger Yee writes in. He says, morning, Rod Squad. What a CEBL game last night. It was nice to see you working in the arena, Rod. You belong here in Calgary full time. Thank you, Roger. How about that, Lee? What do you say to that? How about that? <laughs> He's <laughs> nodding his head. Um, Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, writes in regarding Henry Burris joining the BC Lions. Hank, good to see him there. He'll be a great mentor for the Canuck QBs. What, we could spend a segment on Henry Burris joining the BC Lions. He's been a longtime friend of mine and you guys. He's a CFL treasure. But I feel bad for him in a way. Because now it's like, oh, Henry. My favorite chocolate bar, by the way. He's joined the life of the coaching nomad. Yeah. Like he was in Ottawa. You had a great thing going, Hank. You were on the CTV morning news there. You were on the TSN panel. They were flying you in and putting you up every weekend. And then you're flying back to Ottawa. You were working with kids. But there's something about this coaching. It's a sickness. Or it's an addiction. And all of those guys. I've had a long talk with Matt Dunnigan about this too. The broadcasting is a very flimsy replacement for being on the sidelines and coaching. And Hank, clearly, the broadcasting wasn't giving him the juice. So it's like Connor Bedard. He's a big star. That's awesome. He's going to make cabillions of dollars, but he lost his childhood at age 14 when he became Connor Bedard. Do you know what I mean? That's the side of it that I see. He's going to be moving his family all over. And that, uh, Hank, and that's what he wants. But yeah, it's a tough life. A real tough life. But, you know, it's, it's winning and losing. And, and he wants to be in that environment, right? He wants to win. He wants to be on the field. He wants to be in the locker room, be around the players. And you know what? Until that's out of his system, you got to go and pursue it. And, you know, he did good things in the NFL. This might be a road back there. I don't know. But I think he just wants to be in the locker room and be around the guys. Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, pointing out, he said, could Alex Singleton be heading back to his northern home. That's the former CFL Most Outstanding Canadian Defensive Player of the Year. He is going to walk from Philadelphia with the Eagles. And when we come back, we'll get into all the NFL stuff because I'm sure you're dying to talk about that. And You just came back from an NFL market. Yeah. My guess with Alex Singleton would be like every other former CFLer that's gone to the NFL, he will exhaust all options in the NFL before coming back to Canada. But he's still young enough that he could come back to Canada. Of course. And have a long career. And regarding the NFL, it's my final point. 6B. Let the dealing begin, if mostly unofficial. The NFL's legal tampering period in free agency began Monday with a slew of deals, even as many teams release veterans to clear salary cap space before the league's business year begins Wednesday. Most aggressive 
was the worst team in the league, Jacksonville, which has the first overall selection in the draft next month. They agreed to Arizona receiver Christian Kirk, Washington guard Brandon Scherf, Atlanta, uh, sorry, Atlanta linebacker Foisade Olakon, Jets defensive tackle Foley Fadukasi, Giants tight end Evan Ingram, and Las Vegas receiver Zay Jones. So the Jaguars are doing some credit card shopping, as Chris Jones likes to say. In free agency, right? Spend it, spending fat in the offseason. Oh, yeah. We'll pay the bill down the line. Don't worry about it. They're spending credit card money. When we come back, we'll get into all of that and more with you, the viewers. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, look at that. The sun is up. Beautiful day out here in the foothills. Sutina Nation, the gateway to the foothills. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And by the way, Jeff Foxworthy, May 28th here at the Event Center. The master of redneck comedy is coming to Calgary Saturday, May 28th. Actor, writer, producer, and former host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Jeff Foxworthy's hilarious show can't be missed. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.ca. This weekend, there are still tickets left for Friday night show Air Supply, Saturday, Sunday night shows for Foreigner. I believe Saturday's sold out, but Sunday there's still just a few tickets left. The event center, it's literally just over our shoulder here. You can go to GreatEagleResortAndCasino.ca. Or come on down to the box office. Come on down to the box office. Come on down. We got the smoke. And before we delve into the March Madness thing, I want to tell you that everything and anything is up for discussion. Whatever you want. All these six, seven topics they came up with, which I, 6C would be March Madness moves. Right. And I didn't get your take on the NFL just yet. Um, so, yeah, I'm just saying the 902-518-3033 text line is open. The boys will put the number up on the screen if you didn't get it. Pick up the phone. It's a thing. You can text me right here, and I may read it if your comment's not too stupid. 902-518-3033 or in the chat. So March Madness is coming. Join the RP Show's March Madness bracket, and you could win great prizes. Just visit our social media channels and sign up or click the link in the live YouTube chat right now. So you and I have been invited in that. Well, I have. I shouldn't speak for you. They invite you back because you won it last year. So I'm guessing they might not invite you back. No, they did. This is the Enterprise Sports bracket in Philadelphia, New Jersey area. He won it last year. Do you know anything about college basketball? I, I, it's funny. I know more this year than I did last year after a trip to the you States. You know that you won? It was like two grand U.S., wasn't it? It was uh, close to that, yeah. And uh, I think it was like 1500 bucks at the end of the day. And uh, it was awesome right down to the end. I didn't think that I had a chance. I mean, you know, as a Canadian p- filling out an NCAA March Madness bracket, let's be honest, for the most part, you know, you're looking at records. We're reading stats. You're not, you're, you didn't even watch these teams play. Right? No. Not at any length. We don't. No. But the Americans do. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. That's what's so funny about him winning. And congratulations, by the way. What Thank was the you. name of the... It was the Enterprise Sports, yeah. right? So I got an email this morning from USA Today. I told you it's my favorite yeah. periodical or news outlet. Here are five major mistakes to avoid when making March Madness picks in your men's bracket. 
it's no different than a hockey pool. When I got reading these, one, don't pick a team that hasn't been better than 500 in its past 10 games. So, i.e., pick a team go on a roll going in. Okay. Pretty, pretty easy. Elementary, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, point two, don't put too much stock in recent streaks. Number three, don't assume a team that did well last year or even historically will win this year. Point four, don't pick a team because it's your favorite. And point five, don't pick a number 16 seed to beat a number one. I'm like, How about that? I'm paying, I'm paying for this subscription. <laughs> Any idiot can figure this out. That's how we win hockey pools. But we know all that information because we know the teams and we've been watching it all year. Yeah. For us to go into this March Madness, we're the type of pigeons they want. We have no idea what's going on. Do you? No. But you're going to go in one, right? That's and what right. is it, 20 bucks? For US theirs. Yeah, ours is free. Theirs is Enterprise one's like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Ours is free. You yeah. wait a lot of entrance, uh, the guys were saying. Yeah, they're starting to fill up a little bit, so that's great. Appreciate it. By the way, again, we have a live studio audience. Did I mention that we're at Stage Bar here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino? If I'm a little, uh, ra I, I've come down with something. I don't know what. I've been fighting off a cold yeah. for the last four days, and then I picked up a bug. I was, I was puking this morning. Hard. Hard to believe, I know. But uh, so oh, no. forgive me if I'm a little. I know, if I'm a little raspy. So anyways, I've covered all of my topics that I have. NFL, you were pretty uh, horny, if I may say, about the NFL tampering period opening on Monday. Yeah, and, you know, free agency opens Wednesday, so all the teams have to be salary cap compliant by Wednesday uh, when, I, when everything's said and done. But, uh, yeah, you said Jacksonville, they went on a little shopping spree. Which they're talking about that a lot in the U.S. and it all pertains to the draft, right? They they loaded up on offensive linemen and and leave some room on the defensive line, which tells me they're probably going to take Aiden Hutchinson with the first pick out of Michigan uh, in the draft. So there's some mm. kind of telling uh, signs there. Uh, they were talking about Christian Kirk. They were hoping he wouldn't leave in Arizona, but I was on the plane when he got signed, and when I landed in Seattle on the layover, uh, Christian Kirk had signed. So that was kind of a, a big signing. And now we wait to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. That'll cleared of all charges. Cleared of all charges, but those 22 civil cases, he's now speaking, is it today, I think, that he might be speaking, or it's this week uh, in front of a grand jury. It's going to cost him a lot of money, but he's not going to jail. That's right. Uh, so, no, okay, so, so Troy in Tirana, watching on uh, Game Plus, writes it and says, will we see Freddie Freeman in a Blue Jays uniform? I didn't even talk about baseball. I know. Uh, and that's because I'm not a baseball guy. I'm not averse to it. But I, I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I stayed at the Great Eagle. I'm no idiot. I got, I got the info. I got the, the juice. Former NL MVP Freddie Freeman's tenure with the Atlanta Braves appears to be over. After the World Series champions acquired all-star first baseman Matt Olson from the Oakland A's, the A's are getting a prize package of four players from Atlanta, including young outfielder Christian Pash in the deal. Is Freddie Freeman going to Toronto? Uh, this is why I'm trying to stay away from Twitter with regards to baseball right now. Right. Because it's all kinds of fake news out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm impressed that the Blue Jays, they've committed to spending money. Yeah, clearly, right? But th can they afford to sign everybody? Looks like they're going to try. Yeah, I mean, 
they typically have never been one of the higher spending teams in baseball, so they don't really, you know, I wouldn't think that they can, they're going to go out and just write blank checks left and right. But, yeah, Freddie Freeman's interesting because he's with Atlanta. They're talking a lot about him, too, down there. Um, a leader, been there a long time, good locker room guy, clubhouse guy. Um, he's produced on the field and just won a World Series, right? And then to let him go, uh, a little bit disappointing. So I know in Atlanta, and I know some Braves fans, they're, they're a little upset about that. He wants to get paid. Yeah. But he's earned it. Well, I'm, sure he w- I'm sure he was not making enough money with the Atlanta Braves. I'm sure. Of, <laughs> of course. Uh, Ryan uh, McCarthy is watching in Saratoga, New York, and he says, just join the bracket. Rod Peterson show best wishes to everyone, but mostly me. <laughs> That's a, well, you get a you get a need luck. Darren Workman in Salt Lake City watching says most March Madness office brackets are won by some guy's wife <laughs> who picks winners by uniform colors. I often say it's the lady that has nine cats. The cat lady wins. I guess you're a cat lady. You strike me as somebody that would have nine cats. <laughs> I do. How did you win? <laughs> yeah. And you sit uh, and stroke them. You watch. Like, I watched enough basketball over the weekend that I feel like I know what's going on, and now I'm just going to, like, not win anything this year. Yeah, but you're good for 20 years. Yeah. Because you won once already. That's right. Um, Randy from the Peg writes in and says, Good morning. It's melting here. Big game for the Jets tonight. Oh, man. Is it, this, is, this is the featured game. Randy, I'm, gra- I'm glad that you brought this up. The Vegas Golden Knights are like Tom Petty singing their theme song right now. They're free-falling. And I didn't get your take. You were on the plane yesterday when yeah. we were on the air, yes? We were talking about Chandler Stevenson, whom I love. Former Regina Pat, Saskatoon kid, now a star of the Golden Knights. You see his quote over the weekend after they lost in Columbus? We need to grab our nuts. People were all up in arms about that. I'm like, that is said in every dressing room every day. Right. In every rink across this continent. And then I fumbled up my words and I called them the Golden Nuts. (laughs) (laughs) How has nobody made a meme about that yet? The Vegas Golden Nuts are in Winnipeg tonight. And this is... This is a playoff game. I mean, who thought, as a fan of the Golden Knights, which I am, that they would slip into this pool of teams that are playing playoff hockey now? The Jets are in it. The Ducks are in it. The Oilers are in it. It's playoff hockey every night. And to be honest, even at the top of the divisions, it is too. Yeah. With what we're seeing with the Flames firsthand. Your Leafs. Yeah. Falling. Yeah, for now. A little bit. Austin begins his suspension tonight, by the way. Yeah. Lee Genier is here with us today, and if I may, he correctly nailed that Austin Matthews would get a two-game suspension by the National Hockey League for his egregious cross-check to the head of Rasmus Dahlin on Sunday. Oh, he let me know that. (laughs) That he nailed it? (laughs) Yeah. Should have put some money on it. How did you feel about your poor little Austin getting suspended? He shouldn't have been suspended. You're not one of those. Of course not. I thought the the suspension was appropriate. Whether it rode up his shoulder, like he says, and he didn't mean to or not, you still cross-checked him in the throat, right? Or in the face, so... In the mind. You know, yeah, exactly, in the mind. Uh, So, you know what? It was fine, and uh, you move on. Do you think he'll ever do it again? No, but never say never, right? Yeah. Never is a long time, as you like to say, Gary Atchbury. Yeah, Gary Atchbury. Yeah. I can't steal no, credit for that one. But um, 
Yeah, you know, now he's got one on his record. So the next one won't be two games. It'll be more. He's going to be in the NHL for a long time. He probably will do it again. Yeah. But it seemed very unsolicited, if you will. Yeah. That cross check to the head. But. Well, it's a second loss in a row to Buffalo in a big game, a Heritage Classic. You're outdoors and you're laying an egg like that, down five to two. Could he be the next Nazem Kadri? That come playoff time, his brain Ooh. falls on the floor. I would love to have been a fly on the wall for the hearing with Austin Matthews. And who's he doing it now with? Colin Campbell back in charge? Whoever the NHL disciplinarian is. Oh, George Peros. There you go, yeah. Because I've talked with Matthew Barnaby about these hearings. You know how they go down. What were you thinking, Austin, when you came up and cross-checked him in the head? I can't speak for Austin Matthews, but Matthew Barnaby had, I think he was suspended all told like 68 games in his NHL career. He had a few hearings. Yeah. So he would be sitting down with whoever it was. Might have been Colin Campbell. Probably was. Matthew, what were you thinking when you skated across the ice and elbowed the opposition player right in the face? I was thinking nothing. Okay, nothing. <laughs> I blocked out. Just give me the fine and let me go home. Because those guys could never compete. Why would how, you just lost your mind and snapped and cross-checked somebody in the face? Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Austin Matthews did not plan for that. No. No, he, doesn't, he wasn't going around thinking, okay, next time Delane's on the ice, he's getting it right in the face. Right? Maybe that's why George Peros is good for that role, because he was one of those guys. Yeah. Frankly, I think Matthew Barnaby would be best suited for that role. It'd be great. I mean, you could find out in that hearing that something had happened earlier in the game and you were trying to get him back, you know, for something earlier in the game. That might affect your suspension. But if it's just, you know, an instinct because the guy, you know, gotcha or, you know, back of the legs, tender area or something like that, and you turned around and gave him a shot. Well, then it's just bang, bang, spur of the moment yeah. stuff. Uh, I'm going to let you roll. Yeah. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, just before we break, is who's your favorite to win March Madness? We took the top four. Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, or Baylor? We'll be checking the results of that throughout the program. When we come back, Nick Sakavich of the Arizona Coyotes, the former commissioner of the NLL, will join us live from the Valley of the Sun. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. Also live streaming on YouTube. And if you've missed any portion of the show, catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Another beautiful day here in the gateway to the foothills, Great Eagle Resort and Casinos. We are in our last week here in this beautiful uh, facility, but we'll be coming back in April. Again, this weekend shows still have tickets available for Air Supply Friday night in the Event Center. Foreigners, the Hits Tour on Sunday. You can get your tickets at greateagleresortandcasino.ca or come on down to the box office. Producer Clark telling me that uh, he maintained contact with Nick Sikiewicz and then lost contact with Nick Sikiewicz. And we want to get to the bottom of a lot of things. He left the National Lacrosse League as commissioner, and then within, what, two weeks? 
joins the Arizona Coyotes as the director of business development. So there's a lot to get to with him. While we wait that, I'll jump into a sports update. The Western Hockey League announced that Red Deer Rebels forward Ben King has been named WHL Player of the Week. He had seven points in a pair of Red Deer victories this past weekend, scoring the game winner in each contest. And PA Raiders goalie Tycon Chaka has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. The 18-year-old posted a 2-0-1-1 record this, uh, this past week, a .99 GAA, and a save percentage of 966. The product of Minsk, Belarus. Turned aside all 20 shots he faced Tuesday, March 8th, as the Raiders blanked the Hurricanes 4 nothing. It's a busy night in the dub tonight. Might as well mention it now. Hey, shout out to the Winnipeg Ice. They watch us every day in their dressing room. The Ice are home to the Calgary Hitmen tonight in the Ice Cave. The Moose Jaw Warriors are at the Brandon Wheat Kings tonight as Braden Yager tries to break Theron Fleury's record. He tied it, right? It's tied. Yeah. Could break it tonight. Uh, Regina Pats, God's team. They're at the Medicine Hat Tigers, but I don't think I'll be slipping down highway number one for that. Saskatoon Blades at Red Deer. Tri-City at Seattle. Everett at Spokane. Featured game, though, is the Vegas Golden Knights at the Winnipeg Jets. No Playoff game for both. Star forward Austin Matthews begins his two-game suspension tonight as the Toronto Maple Leafs host the Dallas Stars. Matthews received the two-game ban for cross-checking. Buffalo defenseman Rasmus Deline Sunday in the Heritage Classic. Elsewhere tonight, Montreal welcomes Arizona. Edmonton plays host to Detroit. And the Vancouver Canucks entertain New Jersey. How about this? The NBA has fined the Brooklyn Nets $50,000 for letting Kyrie Irving into their locker room during a game in which he was unable to play because he's not vaccinated against COVID-19. Irving was a spectator at Barclays Center on Sunday during Brooklyn's 110-107 victory over the New York Knicks. Like, I don't get it. Did you see the interview with Kevin Durant after the game? Did you see it? Durant's like, wait a minute. All the fans can get into the arena, not vaccinated, but Kyrie can't get into our locker room? What? And then they get fined $50,000. And I, apparently Freddie Freeman is indeed the top chip, the top asset in MLB free agency. I will say this. I'll read this story again if you missed it earlier. Former NL MVP Freddie Freeman's tenure with the Braves appears to be over after the World Series champs acquired all-star first baseman Matt Olson from the Oakland A's. Um, I don't know if it's because of all this other stuff that's going on. We went through eight show topics and not one of them was baseball i feel like for me they missed a big window with the lockout missing the start of pitchers and catchers showing up missing the scheduled start of spring training games i'm not into it i'm not sure that i'm gonna get into it because there's just so much else going on this sports update brought to you by ballers rec room check out our brand new line of games for the tap brew house and drive through liquor store and for red bull canada Red Bull gives you wings. I was telling Moose that the viewers wanted to know his take on the ASU arena. And, yeah, we're going to get Nick Sakavich's take on that, the business operations manager of the Arizona Coyotes when he joins us. But Darren was just there. He went to the site of the facility. I'm interested to get it. So the viewers, just hang on. We'll get to it. 
Mike Blackbird watching in Toronto says the NLL lost two top people last week. No, hope this doesn't hurt the league. I addressed that in my commentary today on Cat Country 98 and Rock 98.5 FM in that the NLL lost the commissioner, Nick Sakevich, the deputy commissioner, Jessica Bourbon, because she went to run the National Women's Soccer League. Yeah, it's not good for the league, especially with a month or two left in the season, but this is what I know. I'll be in the Saddle Dome Thursday night, St. Patrick's Day game between the Saskatchewan Rush and the Calgary uh, Roughnecks. And I know when the players take to the floor, they're not going to care there's no commissioner. <laughs> It'll be the last thing they're thinking about. The show must go on. Gino DePauli watching. He says, uh, Can Moore versus Camrose, Game 7 of the AJHL South Quarterfinal tonight. Buckle up, Roddy. Let's go, Oilers. Okotoks waiting to see the winner of this game tonight. Canmore versus Cam Rose. Eagles versus Kodiaks. I love being immersed into the AJHL playoff scene. It's been amazing. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says, New York City lifted the public vaccination mandate but left the mandate in place for private employers. NBA players fall into that private sector. I know, Nelson, what I'm saying is it doesn't make any sense. What Kevin Durant was saying, all the fans can get in here, but our player can't? And that's not new. That was happening in CFL stadiums last year for half the season. Uh, Here we go. Terrence Stevens watching on YouTube says, NHL in that rink, he's talking about Tempe, Arizona, is ridiculous. It's a complete joke. Send them to Quebec for God's sake. (laughs) How about Houston? How about... How about no would be what Nick Sakevich would say. We're going to take a break, Clark. What do you say? Uh, we'll wait a couple minutes. You want, to, you want to do that? Do we have him? Okay. I will just read a couple of comments here. Jeff Krieger writes that he says, so what, Jeff in the Energy City says, so what happens in Leafland if the rookie goalie wins the game? Do they keep playing him? All these questions are coming in for Moose, the resident Leaf fan. Of course, you go with a goalie that's hot. You go with the, doesn't matter his veteran status, doesn't matter his salary. You go with the one that will win you games. Larry Dye is watching in Medicine Hat. He says, I watched the Indy 500 for the racing and the Daytona 500 for the crashes and punches. I.e. Donnie Allison versus Cale Yarborough. Well, we all watch for our own reasons. Uh, Donald Mitchell, our Navy friend, says these Champions League events are great. In May, the Canadian Premier League is playing against Canadian MLS teams for the Canadian Championship. Then there is the CONCACAF Club Championship Series. It would be interesting if the AHL played NHL teams in a similar format. Yeah, but we know how that would go down. And one more, Devin in Burns Lake, B.C., watching on Game Plus Television, says the Golden Nuts are going down. Go, Jets, go. Oh, somebody came up with the Golden Nuts already? Clark, do you have, you have access to the text line, don't you? If you can go to that text from Devin Puccello in B.C., you see it, Devin Puccello and the Golden Nuts? He has sent a photo with it. 
Do you, do you want to wait and come back after the break and put it up, or you want to put it up now? Okay, cool. We'll take a break, and when we come back, viewer takeover. Hopefully, Nick Sikavich, and also on the way today, Anne Renee Desbiens, the goaltender for the gold medal winning Team Canada at the Olympics. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Day breaks at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino and Event Center. Again, it's a very big weekend. I'm pretty sure the hotel will be sold out again. This weekend. To check for availability, though, why wouldn't you? Air Supply Friday night in the event center, Saturday night, Foreigners Hits Tour, and Sunday night. Saturday night show sold out, but Sundays is not. If you're itching to get out of the house, this is the place to come to. By the way, uh, we're going to bring the moose back in in a second, but Clark said that he's got the photo ready for the uh, Vegas Golden Nuts. I don't think that this photo was done because of the Golden Nuts. I think it was done. As a joke because of their helmets. See that, Moose? <laughs> the, uh, I can't even say the name of the chocolate. But I didn't even, they're fantastic chocolates. But I don't know the name of how How do you pronounce it? The Ferrero that? Rocher? Is that how you say it? Is that what you did? It looks what? like a wrapper of the Ferrero Rocher, right? Right, but I didn't know how to say it. Yeah, I, I think, thought it was Rocher or Ferraro or whatever. Let's say it fast. The slurred. Vegas Golden Nuts. I think they should change their name. Well, they got to do something going into Winnipeg tonight. Right. We got to find a place to watch that game. Yes. Because I get annoyed when I have my television on and it says, game not available in your region. Not having it. I know. I did notice a new sports bar downtown, however, in um, Sheraton Eau Claire Market here in Calgary. We got to get you figured out back with the, the garage. N- oh, with the, with, the, has? with the NHL login. We bought the NHL package for us. Yeah, but I'd like to get out. I know, right? I know. Have some wings somewhere. Yeah. Or the Americans would say the garage. We call it the garage. Yes. Special announcement from Bruce Germain, the voice of Great Eagle Resort and Casino. I feel like standing at attention. I know. It's Seniors Day here at Great Eagle. Is that why you came down, Brucey? Randy Ambrosi is addressing Calgary Stampeders fans. As we speak, Randy's road trip uh, has kicked off here in Calgary this morning. We were unable to attend because we were on the air. Would that be something that you'd have been interested in carrying live? Is that something you'd be interested in? No, it's not. For me, it's not a media event. It's, this is more of a fan tour to connect with season ticket holders and connect with sponsors and, and talk about you know, the fan experience and what's happening. And, and there are some noteworthy things that might come out. Fans will ask a great question. There'll be some news. But for the most part, um, this is Nothing a great too, way. It's about engaging with the fans, yeah. I've been at those anyway. things in the past, and you get a couple of newsworthy nuggets out of it. But do. it's not a news conference. That's right. You're right. Uh, this is viewer takeover. And by the way, what happened with uh, Nick Sikavich 
who I've read his bio enough, you know who he is. He got screwed up on the Arizona time change thing. And to be honest with you, the time change thing is new for me too. Yeah. I lived a half century in the rectangle where we don't change time. Pretty handy, actually. And as a matter of fact, daylight savings time, what is the point? I know. So it's darker, longer in the morning. Maybe, maybe I would like the sun to come up a little earlier. Do you know Who came up with this? And is it too late to stop it? <laughs> the best meme I saw over the weekend was, uh, why do we have to do this in the middle of the night and lose an hour of sleep? Let's do it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and lose the last hour of work. <laughs> and I'll go no home kidding, early, right? right? Wouldn't that make more sense? Listen, I know that I'm a hillbilly podunk. Everybody knows that. But it's been nice not having to switch our clocks our whole lives. A half a century, y'all. And we always felt some solace in the fact that Arizona didn't change theirs either. So we didn't feel like complete dorks. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing it down there too, you know. They don't seem to have a problem with it. Until today when Nick Sikiewicz got screwed up on the time change. That's the only issue. Because he's gone from Philly to Arizona. Well, when we're in Saskatchewan, Arizona, little pockets around that don't change their clocks, the rest of the world moves their clocks so all the programming changes times, right? So now Arizona's lined up with Pacific time, not Mountain time. So that 10.30 interview is now 11.30 interview, right? right? Regarding Kyrie Irving... And last minute of play in hour one, last minute. Kyrie Irving being fined 50 grand, or the Nets for allowing him in. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says Kyrie Irving figures he's above all laws and restrictions. He should have to pay the fine. Let's not start a holy war. I just thought we were over this. That's all that I'm saying. He's making a choice for himself. Do, we, do I got to bring Theo back? Anyways. The fans want to know, in 30 seconds or less, the Arizona Arena. How's it look? Uh, square. Boxy. Looks like a Costco. Um, I didn't get to get inside the new it's arena. It's like the Milestone Memorial Center. You know, it looks great from the outside. I think it's in a great location, and I think it's going to be awesome. Next time, we'll get a tour. Awesome. Yeah. We'll talk about it more uh, next hour. Two guests coming up. Anne-Rene Desbien and Nick Sikiewicz. Stick around, everybody. Hour two coming up after this on Game Plus. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.